well, the so-called dull and boring budget, um, Nathan, has got a few surprises here, especially for small business. Now, there are a couple of things that had been leaked prior to the budget, and now they've come to fruition, and a few little surprises along the way. Now, first and foremost, we get some tax cuts for our uh, small business entities. Now, the government has set out that the definition of a small business entity is an entity with aggregated turnover of $2 million. Okay. So that's the threshold to which all these concessions that have been announced by the government in the growing jobs and small business package to which it will apply. Now, the tax cuts for companies and unincorporated entities is the biggest one to come out of that. For small companies, we knew that going into this budget that it will be a 28.5% uh, tax rate, corporate tax rate for these small uh, companies. What we didn't know, however, was there, are, there is a 5% discount for unincorporated entities and the individuals who benefit from those entities. So f say, for example, if your tax bill is $10,000, uh, you would get a 5% discount on that tax bill. So that's how it we would be put simply. That's that's pretty good. That's And quite unprecedented, is that right? We didn't see anything like that um, coming out? No, no. It was something that was totally unexpected on our end. We did expect to be some sort of tax cuts for companies, but we weren't quite sure how it would have unfolded for uh, unincorporated entities. And this 5% uh, discount. Uh, it is capped at $1,000 for okay. each individual who receives that benefit as well. So it's not uh, a free-for-all. It is a pleasant surprise. Okay. And this kind of benefit, is it to the detriment of anyone? Is there anyone have reason to be upset about this? or uh, p Potentially. I mean, obviously the devil's in the detail, Nathan. Um, mm. So say, for example, if you were a beneficiary of a trustee, an individual beneficiary of a trustee, the, the question will be, will you be entitled to this 5% discount in your tax bill. Um, am I able, as a trust, able to stream this business income directly to uh, that individual, and will that individual be entitled to a 5% discount? So we haven't seen any legislation to date, so it's a matter of watch this space and <laughs> see uh, and see where we, we, we go from there. But it is a potential question. Another potential question is also, you know, for example, if I had a trust and I had a corporate beneficiary, mm -hmm. Would that corporate beneficiary be entitled to 28.5% tax rate or would it still keep the 30% corporate tax rate? Now, my initial gut feeling to this is that because that corporate beneficiary isn't necessarily conducting a business, mm -hmm. it may be that that 30% uh, corporate tax rate will, will stay with the corporate beneficiary. So a so few little things uh, just to watch out for uh, on, on that measure. The, the other thing to, to note and another little surprise that came out with the uh, reduction to the corporate tax rate is the fact that um, the franking credits available will be 30% and not 28.5% as we initially had anticipated. So there is a 1.5% benefit there to, um, okay. to mum and dad investors who have these family companies, they can take advantage of that additional 1.5%. We had initially anticipated that you won't get the full value of the franking credits, but in this particular case, as announced in the budget, it seems like, like that additional 1.5% will flow through. Okay. Are there any other measures that we should uh, sort of take note of that apply to small businesses, or is it all just a case of wait and see what happens? Well, the other big measure that came out of the, the budget was the immediate write-off for uh, capital purchases. Now, 
we've had a couple of iterations of this. We've started off with um, $1,000 immediate write-off for small businesses, for capital purchases. Then it increased to 5000 a few years ago, then it increased to $6,500. Then it went back to $1,000 and now, in its new form, it's gone up to $20,000. So you, Nathan, can go out. If you're setting up a cafe, you can buy that uh, nice shiny uh, coffee machine that you always wanted. Nice. You know, for ten or fifteen thousand dollars, you can get immediate write-off. That's crazy. Is for that, that? Is that quite that? That's quite a hike. And are there any uh, possible sort of detriments to that? Are there any sort of loopholes that people can exploit when looking at writing off assets of that value? Well, the, the one thing that we we expect is that. Well, the great thing is you get the immediate deduction, so that's money in your pocket that yep. you can spend in your business. But later down the track, what you might actually find, Nathan, is let's say that you're particularly with small businesses, their lifespans can only be, potentially can be up to two to three years, unless you're very successful, it can go on forever. But there are some instances where you might have to wind down your business and sell some of those assets. And that's where potentially you might be subject to a tax liability for selling that asset because you don't have a, in a loose term, a cost base for that asset because you've already claimed the deduction for that. So that's just something to be aware of. We haven't seen any details as such, but it is something just to keep an eye out, just in case that that may happen down the track. And Lady, is there anything else that we need to be wary of? In I suppose I just wanted to uh, add to your question about the loophole. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, um, Joe Hockey was asked that this morning, uh, and he made a very um, in, well, very interesting comment, in the sense that he said that ultimately, even if they are so-called loopholes, uh, businesses are not going to spend money that won't benefit their business. Okay. Well, I guess that makes a lot of sense, really. Is it sort of, so I guess the government's underlying agenda is just to help grow the small business sector, to help them get started. Is that sort of the underlying premise for allowing them access to this rider? That's that's correct, Nathan. For a business, cash flow is very, very important. And having that additional cash flow to fund those, to pay your bills, to to make ends meet, particularly when you're running a business, it's, it's a very, very welcome measure. Um, we do caution, however, that uh, these are tinkering of the edges when it comes to the small business business tax system. Um, as people will, uh, where uh, people at home would know, the government is undertaking consultation with a white paper, and so hopefully the structural reforms, particularly for small business that everybody is yearning for, will come through uh, when the government releases that paper. Uh, hopefully in the new year. Now, uh, Lisa, there's also a, a new change that new companies will be able to write off their startup costs straight away. Can you explain that a little bit better? Yeah, so what basically happens is those costs are what we call capital, and they could be written off over five years. So just like Andy was d- discussing about the depreciating assets immediate write-off, it's just bringing the deductions up front straight away. And the real benefit for that that you know I see in talking to a lot of small businesses is that they can get the professional advice from the lawyers, the accountants, the tax advisors up front instead of just going it alone. So it's very important, as we know, with any sort of business structure, you set it up the right way to begin with. So what I think this will be is encouraging these small businesses to um, get the advice from the professionals to make sure that they can start their business and also exit their business correctly. Okay, so it definitely has been a good budget for small business, I guess we can fairly say. Yeah, it's been a fantastic one, but um, more work to be done, particularly around the administration for small businesses, helping them spend less time filling forms and more time thinking about their business. And I think what we really need to do is make sure that 
um, all these small business owners seek professional advice on how everything actually gets implemented. It sounds great, but things have to be done correctly.